Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. The uh, province of Manitoba opened up the uh, provincial campground booking through their website. And I had heard some horror stories. People who tried to get in at Birds Hill who would wait or who would refresh and they would get booted out. And I decided as a laugh because, you know, I, I like to feel like I'm, I'm part of things, you know, and I like I'm not a camper. There's no way that I would use the camping spot if, in fact, I did get through. But I know my friend Rena J, <laughs> yeah. as I talk about her like she's not here, just yeah. bought a pop trailer. And I kind of wanted to rub it in that I got a camping spot and she didn't. <laughs> yeah. And I still would have given it to you. Yeah, yeah. You know that. But yeah, you got like 9,000 in line. We, log- we all logged in at the same time. Same time. We all just hopped on board. I had three devices going. I had my mm-hmm. cell phone, which uh, gave me number 27,000. Yeah. I had my Google Chrome, yeah. which locked me in in the 14,000-ish position. Yeah. And then the, uh, whatever this Microsoft Edge, which is like the new Internet Explorer or something, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it jumped me up to uh, 9,500 and something in line. Oh, wow. Do you want to know how long I stayed at work to get to that ticket? Yeah, because <laughs> we, we talked about it all morning. So I got on at 7 o'clock and then just kind of watched. If you tried to log on, basically there's this Ranger Roy guy that you try and get towards, and he's the guy that tells you that you can book your camping spot it's, at this place. It's like these little blinking lights. It's like a little trail. Yeah. So you watch your little blinky light, and each dot is supposed to be like a couple thousand people, and you move up the little lights, so you just sit here staring at it. I didn't leave. It was after 11, I think, by the time I left yesterday. Well, yeah, because by the time, yeah, I was leaving after 9, and, and I said, well, you can ha- hop on this computer and, and have at her because I'm not yeah. sitting and watching this dumb blinking dot that I've been watching for over two hours yeah, now. Yeah, I keep asking you, how's your dot? How's your dot? Yeah. Uh, so I finally got in on your on your dot, and it took me, God, like half an hour, 45 minutes just to maneuver around the site because you try to play with dates because it gives you all the lakes, and then you're like, okay, hey, well, I'm going to try this week to this week. Oh, sorry, someone actually has one extra day booked on your, the week you want. Right. So you try to adjust the dates. You hit refresh. Oh, sorry, it doesn't work because someone has booked it at the back end. So then you shrink your days. Oh, but you got to book this for at least seven days. These sites are seven-day only oh. sites. Oh, great. So then you're trying late, lakes and you're going through it. And I'm like, you know, trying to text people in a group chat and try and figure it out. I was so mad by the time I left. I was like, my hands were shaking and I had to go walk around the store and do something to occupy myself because I was so so mad. I got two sites for two three-day weekends um, at two lakes I've never heard of that I don't know what the sites look like, and I hope to God my camper fits because I have no idea what I booked. Oh, yeah. One of them is in Thompson, right? Don't say that. I got nervous after because I was like, what if I book something by the pod? I'm driving nine I hours. I, ho- I hope you do. Like, it's, it's an 18-hour round trip for you. Have you guys ever been to Batula Lake? Oh, Batula? I've heard of Batula Lake. Never been there. Okay, so I got a site there at the end of August, and then uh, Brereton Lake. Oh, Brereton's oh, yeah. beautiful. Bra- is it? Oh, yeah. love Brereton's awesome. time of year. How yeah. far is it? Uh, oh, it's only about an hour. Uh, uh, oh, two hours. Okay, yeah, okay two good. Hours I didn't even because yeah. then I couldn't go back in and check what reservations I booked because the site was frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I booked it, and everyone's like, "What'd you get?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." Ooh. What? Is it far? You're being a jerk. Batula. Is it far? Ooh. Sharks. Stop it. <laughs> but I was hoping to go for like you know a few weekends, and then we have like last summer. You know, we're kind of trapped here in the province, and I wanted to go for like a week long stint at a couple different places. Can't do it. Well, but what about if people cancel along the way though? So I, I guess I just have to constantly 
check into the site yeah. to see if something shows up if someone cancels like the week before they so want to go. That was you ticket, do. That was sorry. That was ticket number nine thousand or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that was four hours by the time yeah. you got it. I waited four what hours. A goofy system. That's crazy. Yeah. Four hours for nine thousand. So you got to think had, that if you had like thirty two thousand, like you weren't getting no. it at all. Yeah. I had some friends that waited like six seven hours, and then it was just like so you could pick single nights or pick like you know <laughs> drive I mean? four hours for well, one yeah, night. Was yeah. Point. Okay. Yeah. And that's all I saw online was everybody was so mad, and it's like so because some people because you can go on there and you can book as many as you want well that's the worst part like how do they it should be like one per customer or one week or two weeks whatever i I, I get that but that's what it should be you should be allowed to just go on and and block off multiple weeks at a time at at different lakes along the way i mean maybe you can i you know what maybe it's just the luck of the draw it's like you you get to choose your summer while i'm camping in my backyard yeah yeah like Nudimic Lake, which I guess is the hot spot. I couldn't, no matter what dates I put in, everything, even the garbage sites, everything was completely oh. gone. Everything in that part of the light shawl was totally gone. Ooh, Batula so, Lake, though, Rena, right? Uh, Batula and oh, Brereton Lake were the two that I got. I just got, got a message got. That's, that's nudists. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Batula's all. It's, well, yeah, are yeah. you serious? It's not even clothing optional. It's no, just clothing it's not like, allowed. Shut up, yeah. Right. So none of us have had to use dating uh, apps before, right? Rena, you never did? Nope. Not even before Brett. No. Nope. No. No. She just used the radio. Right? What? <laughs> like, hey, I there. need a date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that's what station. I did. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's a great way to weed out all the weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things you might want to find out about somebody when you're on one of these dating apps or something like that, you know, whether there's there's certain things that you want to make sure you're compatible with, right? Mm. Um, dog person, cat person, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's got to yeah. be a big one. Do you like uh, long walks on the beach? I sure. think that's a pretty common thing to throw in your Sure. What's your, what's your typical date night? Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah. You yeah. just want to kind of find out a lot about this person. Yeah. What kind of movies do you like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty good at this, eh? <laughs> well, you're going to ask some questions. <laughs> so that's at what you interviewing? <laughs> yes, you're pretty good. <laughs> What are the the old questions? I don't know if it gets used that much anymore, unless you're kind of into that thing with the whole like um, astrology. Oh, oh yeah, astrological signs. I'd always ask that. You would ask that. Yeah. What's your sign? And I wasn't saying it like, baby, what's your sign? But I was like, hey, when's your birthday? And then they would just deduce from there. And then I'd Google it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we're a good match. Yeah. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't go out with the person if they. No, I still would. I was just curious. So you didn't even have it. You didn't even have it memorized. When who's the good match for you? You'd have to Google it. Of course, yeah. There's too many combinations. I'm not. I'm not gonna memorize all that stuff. But because there's different combinations of this person would be great for sex, but this person would be great for long term. Oh, really? Like between the signs and stuff. Bad sex for good long term. That there's a which deeper dive than yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the crab? Probably not good at sex. You know, you probably want, wouldn't want those things digging around. Uh, crabs, you know I mean. crabs aren't great for sex. No, no. no <laughs> what are crab you talking about? People aren't fans. Uh, no, you're thinking of, uh, is it cancer? Zodiac. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One, well, of, them, one of them crab? has the yeah. crab symbol. Like mine's oh. the Aries is the ram. I'm the Leo. I'm a lion. What's the Libra? Demon in the sack. You're, that's the, a, you're the scales, aren't you? Oh, no, that's no, Gemini. That's, uh, Gemini's the les twins. Jumeaux. Les jumeaux. That's Gemini. That's uh, the twins. Yeah. And you're then a scale. You're a scale. You're a scale. Yeah. Breaking the scales. that? Scale breaker. You, you're a lion and I'm a scale? <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. Yeah, yeah, you're a scale. That's yeah. what it is. Scale. Oh, cool. Yeah. But you should see I'd rather have crabs. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's some new questions that you might want to uh, ask to find out a lot about a person, about their personality, because science has said that uh, based on the genre of music that you listen to, you can actually find out what type of personality this person is. 
so there's different, there's like, I think 16 different types of personalities when you break it all down. Okay. Mm-hmm. A couple examples, though. Type E personality. This is somebody who considers themselves energetic, a risk taker, self-starter. If that's you, you like... R&B. Oh, that's me. That's you? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Get a little Brian McKnight on. Uh, uh, what up, girls? Uh, uh, ladies, hello. <laughs> like, I'm going on a date, like, as if there's a bunch of ladies. I don't know why. I don't a know. bunch. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that immediately. Like, hello, ladies. It's me, Brian McKnight. If you are a logic-based thinker, you're maybe less, less creative, but you're really competitive. Well, that means you, like... The heavy metal, yeah. the hard rock. Oh yeah, this is humping music for this sure. Is, <laughs> this gets you going. Oh, <laughs> this gets you. Get your going. motor running. <laughs> hey boys. <laughs> There's a type S personality, someone who's a bit even tempered, very friendly, uh, sympathetic with others. Oh, Turnbull. Very generous with loved ones. They tend to gravitate to something that they call high arousal music, or we might know it as a little bit of EDM. High arousal. Yeah. That's what that's this is terrible. called. High arousal. Come on, this. This, this is you. This is you to a T. This is the scales tilting right here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Turbo on a Friday night. Like, come yeah, on. Yes. Come on. Scales just Absolutely. Oh yeah. Hello, ladies. Let's go on a date. Check out that's my your profile. <laughs> and last one I'll mention is uh, if you are somebody that they call an analyst personality. This is someone who thinks with their heads, not their hearts. Ooh. They're driven to understand. They love to debate, even. Ugh. Yeah, they like to listen to this kind of music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they mass oh, debate. Because they're not getting any chicks yeah. listening to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pallister, man. So this guy, you know, here's the thing. He's, he's maybe not the most likable guy as is. <laughs> is that an understatement of the year? Uh-huh. I think so. Like, there's just something about the dude, you know. And again, remember, we elected him. Right, yeah, you know, Absolutely. so so, it, and and like overwhelmingly elected yeah. this guy, you know. I, I'm, but it was more of a like, uh, what what were the options? Yeah, you know? it wasn't the best pick to pick from. I mean, it, it never is though. It never no, is. No, it's yeah. always and, like NDP had yeah. been in power here for like 13 years straight or something. Yeah, we just, had, we needed a change. It was ridiculous. The but debt was they reelected up. him though. Like this was yeah. This was yeah. this is the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second time. Yeah. Last time, you know, first time is always that honeymoon phase because you don't really get anything pushed through in your first term anyway. So mm-hmm. you get the second term in, and it's like, all right, start making some changes. The changes happen. Now, I will say, in the defense of B Pal, um, I don't think any leader in this uh, provincial leader that is uh, federal too. Federal I mean, too. If you, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think anybody is coming out on top no. in this pandemic. Zero. I think everybody, I'm going to play some audio for you after seven, but I don't think any provincial leader is getting a huge thumbs up. Maybe Scott Moe in Saskatchewan. Cause they've got the, uh, they've got the most vaccinated people in the, in the country right mm-hmm. now. But other than that, maybe the Atlantic provinces, again, I don't really, I don't know a ton about the Atlantic provinces just because it's so far and it's just a different world to me. It's just, it's this pandemic is a lose, lose situation. Yeah. You're not, you're never going to going to be able to appease everyone during a pandemic. So yeah. yes, you're absolutely right that, uh, you know, nobody's going to come out on top during this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, it's kind of like, it's, it's just every day, when you get up there every time you sit up on the podium you're going to say something and they're going to mince your words anyway and it's just going to make people on twitter jump down your throat and i feel that uh yesterday um it was kind of one for me that i thought when when brian pallister started talking it's just like oh dude like just stop like 
Like, just yeah. shut up. And that's the thing, though, man. Stop. It's like he can, you know, yes, he's got, you know, everything going against him by being the leader of a province during a pandemic. But at the same time, it's the demeanor and it's the things that he says yeah. that doesn't help the situation. Yeah. No, for sure. And and here he is. Uh, now, if you don't know a lot about his history, uh, Brian Pallister was a teacher at some point. How some a teacher point. ended up getting a, a, a house on Wellington Crescent, I'll never know. But um, <laughs> I got a teacher at school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, he was a teacher. Um, was definitely like a basketball coach nah. at some point because he always uses sports analogies. Yeah. I get vibes that he was born into money. You know, you but he's a farmer. Tell. Like his his family was oh, they were really? teachers, they were and, teachers farmers. and farmers. Yeah, yeah so, farmers. But I mean, that's ah. not to say that there's there's not dough there. But yeah. hmm. um, anyway, uh, he, he's so old. Anyway, it's not even like you can use that as a <laughs> you know. He, he's an old man. Like he's seventy, wow. right? Yeah, like I think he's so. I don't know. you know like I shouldn't and I, I don't mean like he's an old but I'm just saying as far as generational wealth goes his parents aren't around right. you know what I mean like it's not like he's he's like latching onto the teat of his folks at this point of his life so anyway however he has come into this arrogance that he has and that's through many different things many different facets he still throws it back to the time when he coached one basketball game or <laughs> the time when he uh, in this particular case taught like one kid uh, in school. And he references it like it was yesterday, because it was not. And when he was speaking yesterday on uh, on the podium there, it was just one of these, like, facepalm moments. Mm-hmm. You're, you're offering, uh, and similar, I guess, the Fed already do this, uh, you're offering this rebate uh, for teachers uh, uh, who pay for school supplies out of their own pockets. Does it bother you that teachers have to pay out of their own pockets for supplies? doesn't bother me at all. As a former teacher, as the son of one, as the brother of one, as one who believes in public education, I've watched teachers invest their own money out of their own pocket for decades now, and I just think this is a good, fair incentive to encourage other teachers to do the same. There's lots of room for initiative, and teachers have initiative, and they've shown it through COVID. They've shown it in the way they've modified their methods of instruction. They've shown it in the way they are now able to recognize the uses of of technology, for example, to be able to offer uh, new opportunities for their students to learn. And I, I just think teachers are people who have, you know, inspired me in my life. And I think that, that this is just a small way of indicating to teachers, yeah, you know, use your initiative. If there's something you want to purchase to help your students, uh, take a look at doing it. In no other job that I could think of, do you, um, like, do careful, you buy, careful. Okay, go ahead. Do you buy stuff for your job that you don't ask your job to pay for? Totally, you do. Construction yeah. workers, you buy your tool belt, you buy your saw, you buy you your don't get, you, you wouldn't, no, you wouldn't uh, ask us, the company. I buy headphones, yeah, I buy my saw. Like I, yeah. every job you do. Yeah. I, and but I you do. don't have to. You don't have to. You can ask You can ask the engineer to get you headphones well, like Rena did. If you want to wait six months to get yeah, the stuff that's you here. need, that's, that's why here. he's saying like with teaching, you if you have, have your an idea. Yeah, but that was a choice I made. If I wanted to get headphones, I could ask teachers, you can get a piece of chalk. You could get a piece of chalk, but if you want a nice whiteboard type marker thing, you know what I mean? I don't know all the the crap that teachers have now, but there is, I I do think that a lot of jobs you are, yes, you'll get your basic stationery and your pen, but if you want anything over and above that, that's on you. It's a lot. There are a lot of jobs like that. I just felt that that one yesterday, it wasn't so much about what he said, but kind of how he said it with the, no, I don't think teachers should, you know, at, at that point. You know, probably should have used his Politico background 101 and just deflected a little bit more. You know, because there's no point in, in going at teachers saying like, oh, hey, well, they should be. You know, they've been doing it for years. That That's kind of what he was saying. This is the way it's always been done. So this is the way that it should be. And it's good now. When he was teaching back in 19 Dickety. Yeah. 
you know, <laughs> sending sending smoke signals and, and solar flares to the students to get their homework to them. Whatever. It, it's just it's a different delivery method than now the requirement of the iPad, of the you know, the technology mm-hmm. that they need. They don't even have retro projectors anymore. It's no. still, like it's it's all digital, right? Yeah. Like it's all like from a laptop and whatever. So if you need an HDMI cable, as a teacher, I could see you needing to go buy that. But it's just the way that he goes about saying it. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. It's not what he's. It's, it's it's not what he's after, but it's just he has this condescending way. Well, that's that, and that's been his mo this whole yeah. this whole every time every time he talks, every time he speaks, he speaks down to you. Yeah, right. That's just his. That's what he does. Think about it, man. Big Jim, truck driver. You think uh, you know EBD Trucking's giving every guy like a nice uh, ass pad for their. They got a basic seat, and it's like you want that luxury Obis form back there, baby. Yeah, you buy gotta, yourself. You gotta yeah. buy yourself. But then you, you send it, you send the bill to the company, and you expense it. Wow, so guarantee you get it back. I've so, expensed stuff, and they've well, been that, like, nope. And that's what he's doing, right? He's giving <laughs> him a, a credit now. Yeah, yeah, now. But the guy was saying, should that have always been the case? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we did it back in 19 dickety back when I was a teacher. <laughs> Uh, Turbo, you love escape rooms, right? You've done a few. Well, You're I wouldn't fan. say I love escape rooms. What was that one you rooms. went to? Uh, so my buddy went the other day, and I said that you regretted wearing jeans to it, and he said, yes, me too. Oh, that wasn't escape room. That was... Um, activate. Uh, activate. Yeah. Oh. Yes, that was different. That was like a video game sort of lifelike experience. Because there was a while, like I think maybe last year and even the year before, where the escape room thing was a big trend because there were different themes popping up, and they were just year-round. You could always join an escape room with a, with a group, right? Yeah, there's tons of them all over the city. <laughs> yeah. I have a, an escape room. It's called my house, and I just try and escape as often <laughs> as I can. <laughs> um, but now there's kind of a new trend that's catching on, and they're saying this is the new escape room geo-coaching. Geocaching? Geocaching? Geocaching. 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 Yeah, yeah, geocaching. Caching? Okay. Yeah. So geocaching. Like cash me outside. How about that? Cash, I still don't know what to cash me outside. Um, so geocaching is uh, like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys done any of these yet? I've not. You know no. who does do it? Taz Stewart, former oh, city entomologist, current Poolin's exterminator. Yeah, apparently it's like a big thing, and lots of adults are doing this now. That's the thing that you were in the park last year, TJ. Yeah. Remember when you saw those people That's looking right. for stuff? Weirdos. Or whatever. Yeah, well... <laughs> They're all dressed up like yeah. bozos walking well, around. Well, no, that would be different because I don't think yeah, you have to dress up to do geocaching. No, I but mean, these guys you did. were watching yeah. LARPing, I think. I, I saw oh, LARPing in the park. <laughs> I saw LARP in the park, but then I saw I did see the geocaching, and there was like this group of people, and I was like, hey, shouldn't you idiots be social distance? Remember that story? I, mm-hmm. I drove yep. past yeah, and I honked yeah, yeah, my yeah. horn. Yeah. I said, spread apart, bozos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these treasure hunts are all done online. So basically, people will go to a park, like a Cinnaboyne park, and they will hide packages and clues and they put them in these GPS coordinates mm-hmm. and then you would take yeah. your phone yeah. and go around and do it and they're saying it's like they're- Pokemon. It's exactly like it's, sort of, it's Pokemon. Sort of, but with actual things because the Pokemon was just like digital, right? Yeah. Whereas this one will tell you where to find something and you actually go and you find it and then it's up to you to like put it in a different place and track its coordinates. I have these stupid they're, rocks in front of yeah. my house. Taz Stewart was finding them the other day. Well, was Did Taz you see Stewart that? at my house? Okay, wait, wait. Was yeah. he walking on my lawn? He was on these, your lawn. These rocks? But what yeah. do you do with it? Like, the rock is the treasure? I get, yeah. Well, well it's not treasure. Point, you it's get, just, like, virtual points, I guess. Oh. I think it's just, I don't even know if, I don't know if there's points involved. I think it's just literally something to just do, like, to get you outside and just do stuff. Yeah. So does somebody... Just anybody can make the treasure map and then other people do it? Or is it yeah, like a, as as you know, sign up and so. it's like a company? Like, I don't understand how it's the weirdest thing adult treasure hunting in the city to me. Seems I know people so that weird. do it. Like, and they like, yeah, like they, they get piled in the car and family goes out and looks for rocks. Wow. Great family rock. bonding. Because, yeah, yeah the, the site that people log into said that in Winnipeg, there are 4,500 hiding places so far that have been used or logged or that someone has put mm-hmm. in a stamp on their map or whatever in Manitoba. 
I, I, I just never thought I would see adults <laughs> treasure hunting when there's no real treasure as a thing. Apparently in the States, they do stacks of hidden cash in some states and stuff where you... Um, uh, you know what I'm going to do? Because you know how Turnbull hates people walking on his lawn? Yeah. <gasps> I'm just going to scatter like a thousand. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you oh right now, God. there is a rock on my front tree that I've had to replace. I've had to throw across. Throw it, it says like it says. Throw it like, into traffic. <laughs> all the geocachers running in front of the number 24 bus. <laughs> <laughs> it says something on it. Like it's painted and says something on it. And I think that's I think that's what it is. Is It's like one of yeah. these geocache things. And I've had to move it from my front yard because I don't want people to the game. Yeah, but people dick. are still going to show up there and the rock's not yeah. going to be there. And then yeah, they're just going to. Just be yelling up, get off my lawn! They're just gonna walk over your lawn more and more to try and find it. (laughs) Screw your family, you nerds. (laughs) Man, I wonder if uh, the Rotary Club could team up with the uh, Charleswood Legion there. Maybe they'd auction off that tank. Oh my god. I'd make a bid on You know, my parents got married there, eh? In front of a tank? Yeah. Well, at the Legion. Well, like they had the party, like at the Legion afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my dad loved the Legion. <laughs> yeah. He said he caused the big one. So he <laughs> <laughs> So the funny story about that. So my uh, my dad looked a little older uh than his age. Like he went gray really young. Mm-hmm. And my his best buddy, my dad's best buddy, Uncle Wally. Uncle Wally was in charge of the entertainment. And he thought it would be funny at the little reception afterwards if he got a dancer to come and do a little tease. The wedding. Yeah. Like yeah. a like a Belly dancer? Uh, like a stripper. Like, like a, yeah. a stripper, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Showed up with a trench coat. She showed up with a trench coat and a bikini and had the boom box. She had the stereo. And Uncle Wally and all the guys are, like, laughing, thinking it's just, like, the funniest damn thing. So here she comes, out like, whatever, you know, like, yeah. 1982, whatever song was, like, hot then, like, Journey, like, don't, oh. you know, don't stop believing or She's something. got crimped hair, too. Oh, like yeah. Big bangs. Like yeah, it's just it. a rocket. Yeah. So what happened was... My grandpa actually looked younger than my dad. So, yeah. So the stripper thought that my grandpa was my dad. And my grandpa was like, ooh, big grin on his face as she's straddling him and doing the thing. This is the Charleswood Legion. This is all going down. Best time ever. Well, you know who didn't have the best time ever? My grandmother. And she was crazy. And she grabbed that girl's, the boombox thing and started. Really? Big fight of What a wedding. Big Donnybrook. Charleswood Legion, man. Poor grandpa. I haven't had a boner in years. (laughs) Now, one province over, Ontario, and I kind of mentioned this yesterday where, you know, I I think it's, I think if anything, it is a a good sort of lesson, I guess, or to err on the side of caution as we, we all want to get back to just living our best lives and, and, you know, making out with strangers in elevators, whatever you do. Um, We all want to get back to phone parties. We want to get back to sporting events and concerts and getting all hot and sweaty in a mosh pit. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But it's just interesting to see now, uh, because this happened last summer. You remember, the guard was down. The borders were open. The wave hit in October. We didn't necessarily get a first wave in Manitoba. We were talking about yesterday how we just kind of, it was just, there was COVID, but it was just kind of like, yeah, four cases a day, two weeks of no COVID. And it was like, ha, look at all these other guys. And then what happened? October comes and boom, spike. Yeah. Now COVID's running our show. So now we look at provinces starting in the West. You got uh, BC, right? They're they're locking it down quite a bit with this third wave, the variant, the Brazilian, the B117, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Alberta, they're locking stuff down. For them, that's kind of surprising because they just don't really care about much other than oil and truck nuts. Mm-hmm. So they're even closing 
in restaurant dining down, yeah. and people are freaking out. There's Saskatchewan, okay, but that's our buffer. But no, Saskatchewan's not okay. The Regina has a city like closed. Like you weren't even allowed to leave Regina. I don't know if that's still right. the case right now, but like they were, they were really bad there. That they said like don't even leave the city right now. We yeah. need everybody to lock down. I just mean as far as vaccinations still. go, the, the province is leading yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, and then and then you've got province to the east. Now, luckily, we do have a bit of a buffer with you know Kenora, Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, mm-hmm. Sudbury. Is that and, really Ontario though? No, it's it's <laughs> north northern and northwestern Ontario. Yeah. They don't identify with uh, with Toronto. No, the Torontos and the Ottawa's and the yeah yeah, yeah the Londons, uh, the Kitchener's, berries. The, oh the berries, God the berries, oh, those damn berries. <laughs> Um, so basically what's happening in Ontario now, they have rolled fully into their third wave and uh, third wave lockdown. It is a stay-at-home order in effect. And the interesting thing or, or silly thing about it is that um, Doug Ford, their uh, premier, uh, he's always notorious for, for making these announcements about the announcements about the announcements. So the other day it was like, there's an announcement coming up on an announcement. So then you got all the speculation. Everyone's like freaking out. Everyone's like, oh, what the hell is going to happen? So as of uh, 12.01 this morning, uh, they went into, uh, they went into uh, you know, their, their third wave lockdown. And, mm-hmm. and obviously a lot of people, especially in places like a Timmins where there's, there's not really any COVID, it's, it's not an issue. It's like this is kind of a Toronto-centric problem because of the population density. Yeah. Right. So uh, Doug Ford has just these interesting, interesting press conferences. Mr. Ford, are we heading to another lockdown? Oh, well, I'm going to be making that announcement around fucking 1 p.m., but uh, <laughs> not going to be a lockdown. It's going to be more of a shutdown, you know what I mean? All right, boys? Uh, not once for the mandams there out in Six Buzz. But, uh, yeah, pretty much we're, we've just been shoveling fucking Timmy's in my mouth. I just had about three bacon and eggers and... Yeah, that's about it. I'm pretty much done. Uh, probably for the day, make the announcement, go home, take a big dump, and uh, yeah, try to support local business. And by local business, I mean large companies. Premier Ford, what do you have to say to the thousands of local and small businesses that are now out of work and can't open their doors? Well, the thing is, you, if you're a small business and you're struggling right now, what I want you to know is that we don't give a f- about you at all, and we hope you all die, all right? Uh, for wow. yeah. Okay, can I just say, uh, the, the only thing that I dislike more than people who are from Toronto, like in, in, a, in a weird Toronto-centric way, like there are people that are like, yeah, we are the center of the universe, right? There's yeah. great people there, but don't, don't get me wrong there. But there, there are people that are like, yeah, we're the center of the universe. There is only one group of people that annoy me more, and that is people that call Toronto six buzz. I've never what? heard that before. Oh man! That one's for the Mandams. They're out in six buzz. I've heard. Six I've heard buzz. in the six. Right. That the was six. Always, yeah, the but, six. I've but, never heard six buzz. Oh, that's the new. Yeah, it's a six new buzz. What oh. does the buzz refer to? Six buzz, man. Like the buzz in the six. Yeah, man. Like there's so much buzz, the, so much going on in the six. I'm in the, I'm in the six buzz. <laughs> that's stupid. This one for the Mandem. In the six buzz. <laughs> You know what, Mandem in the six buzz? Put a mask on and lock it down for a couple weeks. They're going down for a whole month, too. Yeah. Yeah, like 20 They're like days. the same we were in, like, no- November, I think, right? Yeah. Like the same yeah. sort of restrictions as, yeah. as far as that yeah, goes? Yeah, everything, like, like yeah. Uh, big box stores can't even sell non-essentials yeah. at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's what we were at, remember? Yeah. yeah. Garbage. Like on the, so all, all the police tape was up over everything. Yeah, the caution tape. Yeah. The caution tape over the, the IKEA furniture. It's yeah. like you can go in and buy Swedish meatballs, yeah. but you can't go buy a lack <laughs> cupboard. God damn. In 1996, an American musical fantasy comedy film came out, mm-hmm. and it was about a 5,000-year-old genie who came out of a magic boombox and granted a 12-year-old boy three wishes. That movie so was called Kazam, yeah. and it starred one... Shaquille O'Neal. 
That movie uh, garnered such praise and accolades. Uh, it is still to this day held up there uh, alongside Gone with the Wind as one of the all-time classics. Yeah, and Casablanca too, I think. Yeah, uh, right can you, up there. Uh, yeah. Can you stream that on anything? On oh. Disney Plus. Oh, Disney you has can, it. Can yes. Does it really? It I never does. Knew it. I mean, why would you need to stream it when you own a DVD <laughs> and VHS copy of it? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is just like he's just a character man like whether he even when he was playing in his playing days and stuff like that like he was entertaining to watch um he ventured into the you know some <laughs> some crazy things after even with these movies and stuff like that and now he's one of the commentators on TNT on their uh, basketball he was podcast for a bit, wasn't he in, in, in Louisiana That's I believe right. I yeah. think he was he might yeah. still be yeah he, he was an honorary be. sheriff and then yeah. mm-hmm. he's in the he's in the grown-ups movie and he plays uh, Grown Ups 2. And he plays a cop in that, actually. Oh, yeah. Shaq. That's right. Yeah. Shaq Diesel. Oh, Shaq Diesel. Yeah. Come once around my way. Now, uh, listen. He's just a good guy, Shaq. Best. He's just a really good guy. Video Legend. circulating online of Shaquille O'Neal. He's talking about here on the TNT broadcast. Look at this. Shaq randomly <laughs> played for a young man's engagement ring. You know, you know what happened yesterday? When did this happen? This happened yesterday. I went in there to get some loop earrings. <laughs> and I seen a guy come in. He was just so shy. He was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off my ring? It was just, and I was like, my man, I'm, I'm, how much is the ring? And I'm not going to say the amount, but yeah. it's not enough to me. But I just, you know, and this is something that I do every day. Like, I didn't mean, mean, mean for that to get out because I don't do it for that. But, like, the guy just came in, and, you know, he's a hard, young kid. He's a hardworking guy. He's like, hey, man, I can come back next month and the next, like, Lay away, like he's, yeah, yeah. You know, he puts the money down. But I was like, you know what? Tell your girlfriend I got to take care of it. At first, he didn't want to take. It. He said, "No, nah, I can't do it." I said, "Don't worry about it. I do it all the time." So mm. I'm just trying to make people smile. That's all. No, it's so interesting. Like his his album. I don't know if you're if you had it, but Shaq Diesel, his album. Um, he said he talks about this guy being a hardworking guy. Mm-hmm. Track nine on that album, I love it. Uh, Are you a roughneck? So he probably started out like that. He's like, oh, you, like you probably had to listen to Shaq rap first before well, he made the purchase. See, it's interesting that you say that, actually, because, uh, you know, like Shaq, sometimes when I think of Shaq, I don't always think a good guy just based on, you know, when he slammed oh. Kobe Bryant. Kobe, right. tell me how my ass tastes. Oh, OK. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> right. Yeah. OK, everybody. Um, Kobe. It's a joke. It's got to be like yeah. because it, when you when you look uh, at track ten off that Shaq Diesel album, which is also one of my favorites, uh, Grammy winning, uh, gigging on him. That's gigging all he's doing. Him. He's just gigging on him. He's, that's all, that's all he's doing, right? So and and then of course he's got some other songs which include like uh, I hate to brag, right? Because you you heard there, yeah. he doesn't do it for the fame. No, no, he hates to brag. Yeah, um, I'm outstanding. Track three off of the Shaq Diesel. Discography, right? You know, he hates to he hates to brag. He's outstanding. <laughs> I hate to brag, but I'm outstanding. <laughs> Turnbull, if you don't mind, Maestro. Yes, hitting some music. So I thought, uh, you know, try something different. That's what they always say. Mm-hmm. Try who says some, that? Um, people who want yeah. you to live yeah. your best life. Who want you to try new things? Yeah, yeah. The people who are behind. <laughs> nine out of ten people who wanted want you to try new things are behind this. So, okay, so basically what I've done here, uh, it's something called Think Fast. All right, and you guys both quick thinkers, free thinkers. Um, I have written almost like match game style. I've created uh, a sentence here and given a letter at the end. So, for example, something you ride on starting with a B. Bike. 
There you go. Okay. I had Bronco written down. I replaced the bull. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Okay. So now um, it's going to be like the match game. Okay. So it'll be the first thing that comes to your mind, and we'll see how Matches. in tune you are with, with my sick and twisted oh, mind. I see. I see. We got to match you. We got to match you. Match me. Okay. Match me. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Think fast. Yeah. Here we go. You wouldn't want to wake up and see one of these on your bed, starting with an R. Um, a rodent. <laughs> oh, do I have to go too? Or yeah, just yeah, you oh. go for it. Think fast. I'm going to say a, a rice crispy square. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if no. you've got that, I'm going to be so <laughs> impressed. I went with Randy. Oh, Randy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Randy. I'm going to wake up next to a guy named Randy. Yeah, okay, okay. What the hell? How did you get here? Okay. Um, an airline starting with F. Flare Air. Turnbull. I wow. had that written down. There you right. go. That that was the one. Uh, something you don't want to step in starting with Q. Um, Quicksand. Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Quicksand. Yeah, one Farina. That's one aside. Okay. Yeah. Another language starting with G. German. Oh, good. I didn't have that, but... Oh, okay. You didn't have that. What the hell well, did you have? I don't... <laughs> Gosh. Goofy. <laughs> no, I had Greek. 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 Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Greek. I didn't even think... That's funny. Uh, it's all Greek to me. Yeah. That is. <laughs> Something you keep in the freezer starting with F. Uh, frozen cake. Well, I just froze. Can you... <laughs> frozen food. <laughs> Frozen anything! Yay, Turnbull! Uh, fish. Yeah. I was going to go with fish. Right. I had fish written. Fish is what you had? Yeah, no Half points. point for Turnbull. Oh. Uh, if someone says, I love you, and you don't want to say it back, give me your response, starting with W. Why, though? Where do you want to go for lunch? That's <laughs> one for Turnbull. Oh. Why? <laughs> me? Why? Uh, movie streaming service that starts with H. Hulu. Oh, that's a tie. Yeah. That is a tie. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, something ugly on your skin starting with a P. Pimple. Rena. Okay. This, I, I guess this is kind of like a tiebreaker okay. here. Okay. Other than poop, something your dog would try to eat starting with P. Um. P- pants? Pants? No. No. Panties? Other pets. <laughs> no, pets. neither. Pierogies. Pierogies. Okay. Said, well, I mean, a dog would try and eat pierogies, no? Yeah, my dogs definitely ate pierogies. Bad boy. Okay, and, and this one is going to be easy, uh, I think, for okay. Turnbull, only because of his history in the business Rick. and him being the only one with uh, an IMDb page that oh, is, here we go. That is <laughs> fatter than my waistline. <laughs> okay, so a movie crew position that starts with G. Grip! It's got to be the grip. I knew. Got to be the key grip, even. Get a grip. Thursday morning can only mean one thing. As uh, the sand twirls and swirls and blows around. As the world turns. (laughs) Hey, it's Sportsnet's Sean Reynolds. (laughs) You may remember him from sleeping in last week. (laughs) (laughs) We missed you. (laughs) What happened? Uh, Where were you? 
I, I, you know what? You were you were trashing me the week before because you asked where I like going out for uh, for fast food, and I said Five Guys. Yeah. And you made me feel like like a, an aristocrat. You know yeah. what I mean? You made me feel smitty. Uh, I was like like a big timer. I thought, hey, he wants a big timer. I'm gonna big time them this no. week. Harsh. That's what it was. And and you know what, Sean? Uh, as you know, I I look up to you and admire your work, and I watch you every uh, Jets uh, Jets game day, and sometimes uh, late yeah. at night through your window. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I uh, I actually stopped off at Five Guys in T Kona the other day, and uh, boy, did I hear that from you! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh, hey, if it's a, if it's a secret in your life, it's not anymore, and you're all the better for it because of it. Yeah. <laughs> you outed me on my Five Guys stop. Uh, by the way, big shout out to Dan Montagnon. Um, Dan is a, a Twitterer, and uh, he's a big fan of of this segment. He, oh, he's a big he? fan of Sean Reynolds. Yeah. Oh. Said he's really? the best-looking guy in show business. Yeah, he, uh, he's always tweeting. Uncle Dan, you're yeah. not <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Uncle Dan, get off me. You're crushing my smokes. <laughs> hey, so uh, what is going on in Jetsland? I feel like I've just been kind of out of the loop uh, for the last uh, couple days, maybe a week, really. Yeah, well, if, if you haven't been paying attention, and uh, yesterday was kind of a bombshell. We showed up, and, and Jets were practicing without Blake Wheeler, and there's a bunch of guys kind of rotating in his spot and a lot of times when you have different guys rotating in it means you know the guy's just taking the practice off or something like that so that's what we were thinking and then after practice Paul Maurice said that uh, out for the unforeseeable future is is Blake Wheeler uh, if people remember that last game against um, Ottawa Brady Kachuk kind of threw an elbow out, a flying elbow going backwards and caught him with it and they haven't diagnosed it as a concussion but from that he's not feeling the best and so Blake Wheeler out for a little bit so it's interesting because I mean Blake Wheeler is you know he's the captain he's extremely durable he missed one game back in 2018 one game back in 2015 before that. I believe wow. since they came here in 2011 there's six games that the Jets have played without him so That's it. wow uh, guys about as durable as they get, so you know it's it's legit, whatever it is. But th- that's the thing is that he's he's a constant in this town, and and their Jets are look like they're going to get a look at what they look like without him, which is it's going to be interesting. I think yeah, he's tied with the team lead in power play points, so he's extremely important to a power play that's one of the best in the league. And he's only minus fifteen on the season too. Well, I mean, so there's the thing. You'll have fans who bring up that stat, and that's what they, that's what they you know. And there's a lot of people, a lot of voices who are say, wanted to see what the Jets look like without this. Well, they're going to get their chance. We get a look at exactly what the Jets are going to look like without the guy that, that some people are thinking is problematic in that regard. And and uh, plus minus isn't the stat that most people are going with these days. But, I mean, it does say something about his five-on-five five this year, no doubt. So does the Blake Wheeler situation affect how the Jets will look at the trade deadline on Monday? Or is that going to be kind of a separate deal? Because I know there's been lots of talk about Matthias Eckholm from Nashville. But right. with the way the Preds are playing now, they might hang on to him. But uh, what, what can we kind of expect from the Jets as we approach that deadline on Monday? Yeah, it's such a weird year because the teams that should be out of it, uh, every game they play against the teams that they're chasing are four-point games. So you can find yourself out of it quick, pretty quickly, but you can actually fight your way back into it pretty quickly. And all these teams, you know, that we were hearing about David Savard from, uh, from Columbus, and, and they fell out of it. And then 
kind of charged back in and then have fallen out. But there, there's still the opportunity for these teams to get back in it. So it makes it hard to know whether or not these players that the Jets may be targeting are going to be available. Um, that said, uh, to, back to the original question, I don't think it affects anything. I think the Jets are looking for a defenseman, mm-hmm. um, and that's what they'll continue looking for. The Jets, uh, we've been you know, yelling from the rooftops, the Jets are one of, if not the deepest team up front in the league. So losing a guy like Blake Wheeler means a guy like Jansen Harkins draws into the lineup. Harkins was on their playoff roster last year and was one of their best players in the playoffs last year and, and couldn't make the lineup this year the way things are going. So they've got all kinds of depth. I don't think they're worried about that's not going to change any plans. I don't see them adding anyone up front. Uh, then again, if this is something and if it's a concussion, you can never kind of tell where that's going. So um, I, I, don't th- I don't think I think they fully expect Blake Wheeler to be back and I don't think they feel like they need to go out and replace him in any way. Okay, uh, real quick, Jets, Canadians, tonight, uh, mm-hmm. Carey Price out. Can you confirm or deny that Carey Price is out with black lung because he smokes a pack of darts a day? <laughs> hey, if it was good enough for Guy Lafleur in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy, thanks a lot. It's great to have you back after the uh, the big league performance last week and just ditching us all together. So. Yeah, I missed you guys, honestly. <laughs> it's my heart to do that to you, but you needed to learn your lesson. Yeah, that's right, that's right, okay. Okay, you put me in my place. We'll talk to you soon, pal. The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. What a f***ing joke. Good job, Transcona. We lost out to f***ing Pearl Jam. Are you kidding me? Pearl Jam? Beatel Kim Mitchell. You know what? <laughs> TJ, you're the Kim Mitchell ambassador. Cancel the appreciation day in October. Call the city. Take down the golden boy. May as well put up a an oil painting of Eddie Vedder up there and his merry band of losers. I'm that's I'm going to Cabo. I'm out. So yesterday, uh, Winnipeg's favorite rock song, the contest that uh, it is definitely getting a lot of attention and stirring up some uh, some bickering between rock fans. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know Kim Mitchell should have won the contest, and now he's been eliminated. Yeah, yep. uh, eleven votes is what separated them. 11 oh, votes. Oh, 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 that separated them. Yeah. Yeah. Separated 11 them. total. No, 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 no. 11 like, votes with separate them. <laughs> Only 11 votes Only between 11 them. Only 11 votes. Okay. Okay, listen, if you're one of the 11 that didn't vote, you thought about voting but didn't vote, screw you. I am choked. I'm out. Yeah. No, so I got, I got a message. Uh, or I, 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 not a message, but I see um, an Instagram story yesterday. Mm-hmm. This girl listens all the time. Well, it finally happened. I blew a speaker in my car. I knew this day would eventually come, but I didn't think that it would be at the hands of Kim Mitchell. <laughs> Hashtag go for a soda. <laughs> Just cranking it together. Yeah. You, you She's must crank hilarious. that so loud to blow a speaker. There's <laughs> a, a lot of bass in <laughs> Oh, man. Like Kim Mitchell blew your speakers? Uh, that's wow. Blew your mind? Or like my mind was blown when I found out that Kim Mitchell didn't move on in the in the battle between Pearl Jam and, uh, you know, as much as I like Eddie Vedder, like mm-hmm. beat it, bud. Sorry. Hey guys, I'm uh, with I'm with TJ on this one. Bunch of garbage. Government's now sending out health inspectors to check out these people that are just making a few bucks on a side for excellent food that you're gonna get. Like, come on! Like, what a what a backwards government we're living in here. Like, this is total garbage. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, I get stuff from friends of mine that uh, bake stuff and whatever. I have egg rolls, and, you know, all sorts of stuff. You know, Filipino stuff. I don't complain. I mean. They're selling them. So what? What's the big deal? 
get your stupid head out of your ass. I'd like to think, too, that, like, listen, restaurant owners, which I know are having a hard time right now. Yeah. But I don't think that these mom and pops that are cooking stuff out of their food is really what's affecting your bottom line. No, some guy selling uh, a, a bag of pierogies for eight bucks that his baba made to yeah. you while you're while you're working together is not. That's to not. Me. That's not what's affecting you, as a restaurant owner. I, I don't think so either. Uh, this coming out yesterday that uh, health inspectors are going to be going out and they're going to be basically stalking Facebook Marketplace and Kijiji for people who are selling lumpia. You well, know? if someone files a complaint, then they're going to do an investigation. Yeah. So. Yeah, seems a little excessive, but then again. Karen, who's back, says that it's what okay. she got oh, I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember. So was it that bonehead Pallister who made up the rules here that there's only a certain amount of people allowed in a place, that you can't go eat anywhere unless you're from the same household? Well, driving by Ikea, noticing the lineup is literally wrapped around the building. What is it that you guys need so much that you are going to Ikea at 1030 on on a weekday, I mean, okay, I'm no different, obviously, but still, like, if you really don't need to be there, then maybe you should just stay home. I don't know, just a thought. Um, I guess there's not really much else to do since everything's closed down and COVID and all that crap, but you know what? Hey, let's all go to Ikea and have a party. Sounds good, right? I have noticed the crazy lines at Ikea, yeah. and I have a friend who's maybe once a month like, oh, I need anything from Ikea, I'm going. I'm like, why? Yeah. What are you getting at Ikea that you can't get at another store where you have to get a wait in line and jam pack in there? don't want to wait in line. It's a long line. That, I've, I we, we, went, we drove by there to go in there, and the lineup, like there was a sign that says, if you're standing here, it'll be a half hour wait. Yeah. And the line it was extended like way beyond that. Yeah. Like, just the hell with this. I'd rather just order it online and pick yeah. it up. Much easier. Hmm. Yeah, it's absurd. Oh. He's back. Yeah. Um, aside from all this stuff going on, heard on the news today that it's National Beer Day. Okay. So why isn't the bar open? Suck <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> He brings up a good point. Really. Suck <laughs> I th- like honestly, I I'm, I'm gonna take that man to a bar one day. I'm and I'm going to sit his. there. I'm going to sit there for like eight hours. I want to hear all of his stories. Yeah. Every single one. Mm-hmm. I want to hear him just talk some smack. Like I want to hear him like just like have some guy drive past. You know, I'll take him down Cordon or something. So there's a lot of traffic and some guy will come by on his motorcycle. And, go, and, 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 and he'll be like, suck my dick. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's so yeah. Good. Oh. Suck my dick. we'll wrap it up here hey dummy here's a pro tip for you that mask you're supposed to be wearing doesn't help if it's below your nose the bone phone call 204-780-7802663 city winnipeg's rock station the open tech on 921 city winnipeg's rock station for prairie summit shop winnipeg gear up local for spring adventures with new spring stock arriving weekly check us out at prairiesummitshop.com yeah, we love when you text us uh, about anything, whether you want to chime in. Uh, as I mentioned earlier on this morning, it could be anything uh, from the range of, LOL, you guys are awesome and always get me through the mornings and put me in a great mood, which is an actual text. Um, and then to things like, you're stupid. Yeah. Those come in sometimes too. Yeah. Usually directed at me. 
All right, so another one here, 762 Soup is just a supper cereal. <laughs> wow. Hard to argue with that. Hard That's to argue. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A hot that. cereal. Huh. Hot cereal. Right, like a porridge. Like a porridge? It's yeah. more in a porridge category. Yeah, an oatmeal. Mm, an oat. oatmeal. Kazam is a theatrical masterpiece. You're correct. Yeah, it is. I gotta watch it again. It's been years. Oh man, Shaquille O'Neal acting. I didn't realize it was on Disney, so mm-hmm. I definitely put that to my favorite list. Oh, I can't believe it's not already. How do you make it favorite again when it's not <laughs> number one already? Like, why isn't it number one? What? No. It's everyone's number one movie, isn't it? <laughs> I'm shocked. Will I get a refund on my Travis Rudolph jersey? If you bought a Travis Rudolph jersey, then no, you don't get a refund. <laughs> Travis Rudolph, uh, I guess former Winnipeg Blue Bomber. Well, yeah, they released yeah, him, right? Well, like he was actually a pretty like a, an, an okay NFL player. He played for the New York Giants for a few years. Yeah, uh, the Bomber signed him. I think it was like December of 2019. Yeah, after so the Grey Cup. So he never played because the season was canceled, right. and uh, he just killed somebody in the states. Allegedly <laughs> yeah. murdered. He's uh, in 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 Palm Beach jail, I think, for yeah, first degree murders. Man, why would you pass up an opportunity to make $40,000 and play in minus 40 weather? What an idiot. Did they release details of the murder? Like, anything? Oh, yeah, like, they caught him. Yeah, the guy's dead. No, they (laughs) caught... Well, they... I meant, like, he for sure did it. Oh, yeah, like, they caught him there. Like, the cops rolled up on him. Was it a pop-pop-pop situation? I believe it was. Oh. I believe it was. Yeah, he's got that gun residue, then. He would if this was the case. I've watched enough... uh, Murder she wrote. CSI. <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, Rena was talking about geocaching this morning because she's into it and does it all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. I call so, it geocaching. <laughs> somebody somebody uh, messaged us, 762-555, and said, I came across a geocache in Rosa, Manitoba. Cool. Rosa. You know where that is? Nope. No idea. Oh, just past St. Malo down 59. Beautiful this time of year. Beautiful if you want to go geocaching. Casa Rosa. Cash me outside in Rosa. Is Anne Marie still Canada's songbird? <laughs> I think she is. She's got to be. I'd say. She's got to be. I don't know, man. It's a Come on, Rita McNeil, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say on. Rita. Rita McNeil. Rita McNeil. Rita McNeil. Jesus, she would hit some notes. Just beautiful. Uh, hit some notes, hit some buffets. She'd do Whoa. Okay. Terrible. Although I always, I always used to play a game with my dad, and he always used to go uh, glass or pass, and he would always name celebrities like Peter Falk, and I'd be like, mm, pass. He'd be like, no, glass. I'm referring to his eye, and then Rita McNeil, one of the uh, more famous ones that would always come up when we play glass or pass at the dinner table. What, what, the, gla- I don't, what the glass? Game. Mean? I don't get it. <laughs> she had a glass eye. Oh. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then there was double down points where you, if you guessed which eye it was, it was bonus oh points. God. Oh, yeah, explains explains a lot the games you played yeah. growing up. Glass or pass. <laughs> um, okay, another text message here. What did A and W cows eat before being grass fed? Before being grass fed? Well, because like they advertise oh, now, it's like our beef's grass fed, and it's like, well, what do they right. eat before? Oh, sometimes they were pumped with hormones, like where like grains yes. and stuff to make them grow faster, have bigger steaks that weigh more, but then they're obviously worse for you because it's Meteor. full of hormones. Right. Yeah. Um. On the weekend, my buddy got engaged to a chick we all think is a nut job. Should we tell him or let him learn the hard way? 
I have a few friends in that situation, and it's very awkward. I feel like that should be a conversation you have. Like, like if they got, yeah, like if they got engaged, they've probably been together for a while. So you'd think yeah. that they, you'd have that conversation at some point. That's but weird. You're, just maybe wait you're, for the engagement. Maybe you're hoping that he figures it out before it gets right. to the engagement point, so you don't have to have that awkward talk with, "Hey, bro, your girl sucks." <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. it's always odd. Send an anonymous email. That's yeah. <laughs> that's what I always do. Start a Hotmail account and send an anonymous email. <laughs> she cray, bro. 92 on City, Winnipeg's rock station, Sebastian Bach, a.k.a. Baz Burke, as he's uh, as he's known to friends. Right. And his so, brother. Zach. Yeah. Yeah, he just, uh, just got hired. Yeah, by the Ottawa Senators. That's right. I, um, I was just, it was only a couple months ago I found out they were brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so there's a great uh, image that is indelible in my mind as a young man when the Peterborough Peets won the Memorial Cup. And Sebastian Bach, who was a uh, big rock star at the time, uh, you know, b- bigger than, than he is maybe now, mm-hmm. you know, playing the casino circuit. But yeah. at the time, at the Skid Row yeah, yeah. Uh, really was, you know, late 80s or that early 90s era. And it was uh, 91, 92, I guess. Pete's go to the Memorial Cup and they win. And out comes this beautiful mane of Sebastian Bach's hair just flopping and twitching around as his brother, Zach Burke, backstopped the Peterborough Pete's to their uh, championship. Boy, that is some nice hair, eh? Back oh, in the day. <laughs> dude. Man, absolutely. Look at that. Have you seen the sister? I th- is that who I'm looking at? <laughs> <Whoa>. Hello. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. Oh, he, you know what? Sebastian Bach from the back when he when he's riding his bicycle down the street, you know, and he's wearing tights like he does because he, he does because he, he runs a lot. Yeah. No, he he runs like he wears onesies. He wears like the spandex. I w- I would bet that on the daily, even at the age of what is he? 53. I would bet that even at the age of 53, Sebastian Box still gets heads, heads turning. Sure. Man, he's still got the long hair. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. the hair's great. Uh, yeah, he, he, definitely looked, he definitely looks a lot better when he was That's younger. why I say from the back. Yeah. yeah okay. That's what I mean. Like you're, you're driving up behind Sebastian yeah. Bach jogging, and you're like, wow, look at those. Look at that figure. Yeah. Look at that apple bottom. Look at that hair. Yeah. And then you get around, you're like, oh, my God. You're like, damn, girl. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Holy crap. Good dude, though. Really nice guy. And, uh, man, there was that one night in Peterborough when he threw the glass of red wine mm, after having too right, many. Yeah. I told you that story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had to get up for work the next morning, but my buddy said, like, Baz is in town. We're going to hang out at this bar called Riley's. We're going to hang out with Baz. And I was like, oh, man, like, I really shouldn't do this at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Like, just going to bed, right? I got to mm-hmm. get up at 4 a.m. to do a morning show. And I was like, well, this is too good of a story. Oh, exactly. Well, I didn't even know what I was getting into. I mean, Baz was already on a heater. Next thing you know, Baz is throwing wine glass at the bounce. Like, F you, I'm Baz. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, turn around. We want to see it from the back, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> he spent the night in, uh, in the drunk tank. Oh, wow. Yeah, and even- I didn't, which yeah. is shocking. <laughs> Sebastian Bach, famous rock star, in the tank, me, home, in bed, by 2 a.m. to promptly get up two hours later and go to work (laughs) and do a subpar morning show. Um, That's it for me and us, and we are out. And that is, uh, well, yeah, I guess that is. I don't know. I thought it was supposed to be sunny and really nice today, but. But what? Overcast. A little cloudy.
Guess I'm gonna have to change my plan. Be patient. Oh, you were gonna suntan on your roof today, I weren't was. you? I know you were. I know. Yeah, I know you had the bronze all ready to go. The <laughs> bronze. Uh, but yeah, next couple days looking good. Sunday we might get some uh, some rain. So we're getting ready for the weekend tomorrow. Friday is always fun, and uh, we'll talk to you after six o'clock. Arena TJ and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, ninety-two-one City.